This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For this week's episode, Megan and I thought it'd be fun and hopefully helpful to talk through like some of our tips and ideas for implementing healthy habits and routines into your day-to-day life. So we are no experts on what it means to be healthy and that looks different for everyone, but I feel like at the end of the day, you almost need to like be more wary of the people who like try to sell you on this is how you are going to be the healthiest version of yourself this is how you're going to like meet all your goals and so like we're just going to provide very easy and actually useful tips to like make things stick hopefully and I also feel like we've gotten feedback from people who watch our YouTube channel of just like how we seem to balance things well and like you know seemingly get quote-unquote everything done like you know in the 24 hours that everyone else has And so hopefully just like some time management advice um, will be helpful as well because I feel like when it comes down to it, like implementing these habits in some way is just time management skills. So before we get into talking about healthy habits and routine and all that stuff, we like to do a little catch up, talk about books, talk about life, talk about our weekly spotlights. (laughs) Um, So do you have a weekly spotlight that you would like to share? Um, Let's see. Not really. I feel like my life has been on repeat where I'm just like, right now I'm literally thinking of like, I have four weeks left of work until my week-long vacation and I don't have a whole lot else going on. And that's just your mindset to get you through the next month. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I can try and give you guys a little spotlight. We- my weekends have been like, literally, they feel like Groundhog's Day, which is coming up by the way, mm. soonish. Um, my weekly spotlight will be that we just got mini donuts from... This place that, this is our second time going there, and we went there for the first time over a year ago, and when we went there, I was like, oh my god, this is delicious, like, I will be back, for sure, like, this will be a regularly occurring thing, and I've repeatedly thought about it, like, many times over the course of, like, the past more than a year it's been since we've been there, like, I've been, like, telling Megan, like, hey, that mini donut place, like, we need to go back. It's because, like, there's nowhere else to get mini donuts, but then at the end of the day, you're kind of like, Starbucks is closer, and Mm -hmm. I could just get that. Yeah. With my little drink. Today, uh, we made the decision. We're podcasting right now, so like we went and dropped Vegas off at my mom's house, and then the mini donut place is relatively close to her house, so we stopped by there on the way back. So it was it was planned out, mm-hmm. but the mini donuts were very good. We got sixteen donuts for the price of twelve, which is nice. Um, we got a s'mores flavor, cinnamon sugar, cinnamon lava, and powdered sugar, and we ate them good. all up. Granted, it was 16, so it's still, like, a lot of donuts, and we ate all of them, but, like, originally when we were going, like, I thought we were getting 12, 
And so I was like asking Megan how many she thinks we should get. And she's like, well, I was thinking 24. I was like, 24? To be fair, though, I mean, I'm not full after eating my my share of the eight. I don't think four more would have like destroyed me. I know, but just 12 mini donuts seems like a lot. But then I guess you have to think like in the... Like that's a fair what thing. Was, that's what I was thinking of. You know? How many are in... How but they're not... That? Those don't typically have toppings on it, and so these had more toppings, which, you know, fills you up a little bit more. I don't know. I'm satisfied. It was a good start to the morning. Megan started her morning earlier than me because she was watching Vegas this morning. I did. But I, this weekend, like the past two days, I have been like going to bed to read my book. Like last night, I was like, it was nine o'clock. I was like, in theory, even though I know this, I knew this wasn't going to happen, but I was like, in theory, I could read until like midnight. Like that's how much time... I could like stay awake and I'm usually like no matter if it's weekend or weekday I'm pretty hard and fast like 11 is my bedtime and I don't even make it to 11 half the time but then I start reading my book um which I'm reading once upon a broken heart right now we can we'll get to books in a second um but like I just am like I'm out here falling asleep these past two nights so I fell asleep before like 10 o'clock last night and then I woke up because I said I would let Vegas out and watch him this morning and my plan was to stay up later and then come back, come downstairs and make Vegas sleep with me on the couch. Um, but I woke up at six and I was like, I'm six fifteen. He slept in a little bit. You're like, I'm well rested. And I was like, well, I guess I got like literally over eight hours of sleep. Like I didn't hear him when you let him out because I went to bed just like with my earplugs. Right yeah, away. that's what you need to do when you when it's not your morning duty, like just air earplugs in. I always get confused when I'm saying it. But I'm like, I'm like AirPods. <laughs> so, earplugs in right away. That's the game changer. Um. But yeah, then I, since I didn't really do as much reading as I was expecting to last night, I didn't get my like three hours worth that I was like, I could do yeah. three hours worth of reading right now. Um, I read probably like another 60 pages this morning. So I'm like halfway through my book right now. Any um, initial thoughts, vibes? I like it. Um, I like it. Uh, what other fantasy books have I read? I was going to like give Akitar, a comparison. I feel like wing. I'm liking this probably about like the same as some of those other ones like at least initially but I'm enjoying that this isn't having the same kind of um Sierra's we can talk about this too but like a lot of fantasy books have like this red queen and that's because like we read it first that's like what we compare it to but it's like a lot of them when you first start reading them they just feel like the red queen in a different font like when I read that first because it's basically like this mere mortal girl who's like simple girl and, and there's like the kings are like the kings powerful powerful people that have like more powers are in charge like she gets whisked off away with them for whatever reason that's what happens in red queen that's what happens in akatar and then you're reading one that i just powerless powerless so like they all kind of feel like that so sierra had made the comparison of like red queen already for powerless and i'd kind of agree at least like initially you're like this is the same book something else to talk about something else to talk about because i (laughs) what are we talking about you have read powerless let me know if you were as confused oh, as okay. I was the first chapter because like you I see- think that I realized why I got confused. I don't know how you got confused, but I think I know how I got confused. I don't so know it's a dual POV confused. of Peyton and Kai and you get Peyton's point of view first. And I feel like, I don't know about you guys. I was like, Peyton, Peyton is, is a boy like or girl name? I was like, pretty, I don't know. I thought it could be like either name. So when I was reading, I just like was assuming it was a girl. I was getting confused because her friend, they were kind of, they were saying stuff to each other where like I was like, oh, is this the love interest already? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're meeting Peyton's um, friend, friend who is a female and i have no idea what's going on at this point in the book and i'm like okay and Peyton's like being like stealthy and like stealing things and i just was kind of like with how what i found out it was she Peyton is the girl in the book 
but I didn't know that at first. And I swear I was even trying to find like pronouns in yeah. the dialogue portion. No, that's what was confusing me because, and this is where I think I got confused and I still don't fully know who they're referring to or if it's just like a case of like the person like misgendering them like on accident in terms of like, yeah, she there was, was overhearing. Peyton overheard yes. a guy saying like, oh, his eyes were blue or something. And I kind of, and I, I was like, oh, again, so I kept Peyton's a boy. No, I kept getting confused because I was like, I kept going back and forth. I was like, is this a boy, a boy or girl? And then that part happened. And I was kind of like, no, I think at one point I was thinking, no, like he misgendered the thief. So like, that's perfect. Cause like, that's oh, but then I kept getting confused again because okay. like how she like then was interacting with her friend. No, I next. thought, I thought I was it was a girl. Like, I read that and I was like, oh, it's a boy. And then, so I, I was remember. like that first chapter, I was like, what is happening? So if you haven't read Powerless and you are going to, Peyton is a girl and Kai is the boy. Yes. So hopefully you won't get confused. But it was just funny because Megan hadn't mentioned that to me. And I don't know if you mentioned it first or if I did. You did. Because I was like, I was getting confused no. at first. Maybe I did. I think I, you had, I hadn't said anything because I was like, it's, it was probably just a me thing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not going to like give her a warning because I thought about it. But I was like, it was definitely just a me thing. And I just wasn't paying attention when I was reading and then you had like read the first chapter I think I just kind of was like let me ask if you were at all like confused. do you know if I think you're like do you know who's like the guy and the girl and okay. I was like yeah but yeah because you barely gotten into the book so I was like you would have just read like the first chapter so then I was like so I just said, to be I was like, yes but I was confused and then we both were just talking about how so I feel like two of us like the author did something wrong or I don't know she needs to like, it doesn't add her. anything to the story like right you should know who I don't know if Peyton she just is. didn't, like, include enough pronouns or, like, background info yeah. initially. I don't know. And I think the thief comment really threw me for a loop of, like, yeah, his eyes are blue. Because her eyes are blue. So he must have just misgendered her. And thought it was, like, a girl wouldn't do that. It's a guy. Yeah. But, yeah. like, that was confusing because at that point we didn't – I don't think it ever explicitly said at that point if it was a boy or a girl. And so then I'm like, oh, it's a boy. Anyways, maybe the back of the book says, like, oh, Peyton, the girl who steals things. It probably things. does. But, like, I, I, I don't, don't read, read stuff. And, and I didn't, surprisingly, like, I was on Powerless Book Talk before reading the book, but, like, I didn't have the character names, like, figured out at that point. Um, so, there you go. If you are reading Powerless, or if you also were confused when you were reading the first chapter, you're not alone. Um, back to the book I'm reading now. I say all of that to say the book I'm reading now finally feels like it's different. Um, I'm reading Once Upon a Broken Heart. I don't know the author's name. And it's a little more, like, fairy tale esque and it's not really like there's not really like a hierarchy going on or anything. Are there like any stakes or anything or is it just like um right now just like, vibes? She's at a ball right now, uh, with the prince. And there's two different love interests. There's like the prince and then there's someone else, his name is Jax, and he's a fate. And it's like I don't really know what the fates do or what like if they have powers. I don't really know. I just know that he's a fate and he can like uh cast spells or curses um for whatever reason and he's like using uh the main female character and her name is evangeline and he's using her in a way where like he's trying he has like an ulterior motive and she's trying to figure out what's going on because there's like these different like uh there's like the north region which is like full okay. of like fairy tale kind of land and then there's like whatever the southern region i don't know that's where she's from so akatar <laughs> no <laughs> No, and her mom is from the north, but, like, for some reason, there's something magically that happens where, like, people who go, who leave the north to go to the south, like, people can't, like, retell different, like, fairy tales or stories, like, and I don't even think in the north they can do, like, they'll start telling a story and they'll kind of be like, oh, like, I can't, I can't finish saying, like, what I was saying, because 
there's like a thing where like these prophecies like aren't fully okay. told, fully fleshed out. I don't know. Um, but like your the stakes right now are that Jax seems to be trying to do something. He's trying to like, but we don't know what. But we don't know what. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the prince just likes her and is trying to um, whisk her no, away. No, he's been cursed. Oh, <laughs> what like in Akatar? <laughs> no. It's like, and I don't think any of this is supposed because I'm. It's like not. I don't know what why this is, but um, you could skip ahead if you feel like this is spoiling anything. But I'm telling you, and you haven't read the book yet. It's like he has given, he has cursed Evangeline. Curse isn't like the right word. But like there's a spell on her. He's she's supposed to kiss like three people for whatever reason, and she has like this <laughs> little tattoo thing. It's like gonna check them off. And as she so does it. the prince was one of them, and then he also like. She knows that Jax put a spell on the prince to make him like her. This ball is for, like, the prince to find a bride. And so now the prince has, like, proposed and, like, a wedding is being planned. And But she's, like, he doesn't actually like me. I know that. You did that to him. And it's part of, like, I think a prophecy that Jax is trying to use to get what he wants. And so that's where I'm at with it. Hmm. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um. I'm currently reading Powerless. We're going to talk about that. Um, I feel like I don't have... I know there's going to be, like, a trial, which Megan said was Hunger Games-esque when she read it. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I just got to the part where, like, the names have been called for the trial. And I'm awaiting to see what all comes from that. Um, Other book-related stuff that we have going on. Megan and I are prepping and planning. We want to do a book video at some point of one of those, like, this video ends when we read a five-star read. And that takes a lot of pre-planning because you have to, like, you know, we have to actually, start reading like, start by the time we want to yeah. have the video go up. And so we were, like, brainstorming what books we think would be good books to read. You, you, you want to start with good books, but, like, hopefully you don't start with, like, a five-star book, like, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'll start with my next book. I'll probably do the novellas for Akatar because I don't think that's going to be five stars. Um, and then we'll go from there. I know I want to read Winter in Paradise because we talked about wanting to do, like, a buddy read with Maggie on vacation of the second book in that series and then i don't know we'll kind of see where i'll go from there i'm kind of under or in the same boat i do also need to read like winter in paradise soonish at least like before we go on vacation um my next book i'm torn because it's like i with like crescent city stuff i feel like the longer i push off just like continuing the sarah j mass universe the more i'm exposing myself to potential spoilers um because i already feel like i've been exposed to spoilers and so I just am kind of like, I think I need to get back on that. But with this video, I don't want me just reading the Throne of Glass series until one of them's hopefully, hopefully a five stars. I feel like that's a cop out. But Assassin's Blade could still be in the mix. Um, I also might do, what was the book I from Blood and Ash or something like Six that? Six of Crows is Six the one of that you Crows mentioned. Six of Crows was uh, very highly rated on Goodreads. So I'm like, maybe I could do that if I'm still wanting something fantasy related. Mrs. Nash's Ashes probably wouldn't be a five star, but like would still be maybe a good. good one to fit in. So oh, yeah, I did we know. do an update of like books that we've read since we last talked? Because I've read, I think since I last I'm talked to you guys this month, you guys. I'm at I book seven, and I probably will finish an eighth, the one I'm reading now before the month is over. I I don't think I'll finish my books. My Powerless is pretty long, but I've gotten six books read this month, which is I think the most I've read. I actually don't know what I read in December. I think I read quite a few to like get back to my reading goal. But I was slacking towards the end of last year, and I feel like 
also like I found a good way to balance like okay I have a dog but like now he's not holding me back from my reading so I feel like I'm back on the bandwagon of getting my books in um so I read Mrs. Nash's Ashes by shoot who's the author Sarah Adler gave that one four stars I really did like it there was just like a few things like here and there plot wise that I was like it just felt like an unnecessary detail as part of like the character's quirkiness on both sides like the male and the female interest where I was like I didn't feel like that was necessary but it did remind me of the seven-year slip in terms of like the plot and like the vibes kind of and so the seven-year slip was one of my favorite romance books that I read last year and it was a good read I enjoyed it very much I feel like another reason that I was wanting to do or get back to Sarah J Mass and Throne of Glass was I was watching um I keep seeing like clips and audios from the Broski report with Brittany Broski and I have never like I always enjoy like the little clips when they pop up on my TikTok but I never like gone and watched a podcast episode so I like decided to do that and the one I picked was called Enemies to Lovers and I was watching like the YouTube version it's just so funny because like her personality is just like she is just like fangirl obsessed like to the max and like she doesn't care who knows it and so she was talking about how she had started reading Throwing Glass and she was just like everyone that's listening to this like if you're in the broski I don't know what they call themselves but she's like this is mandatory this is like the book club assignment if you don't do this <laughs> mandatory I'm reading. Sick my dogs on you like <laughs> she was just like really invested and yeah. obsessed so I was like I mean I kind of feel like I need to you're like oh, I'm not even in the army but I, I guess I am I now have to, yeah so that was one thing I also like making sure that I didn't forget to like update any other books that I've read the last I also one I read was Nora Goes Off Script I don't know if I was reading that last week or not but like that was a very short easy read it was kind of it's annoying. It's interesting a little bit because it's like it is technically a romance, I think, but like there's a large portion of the book where the two main characters contact. are not interacting at all. So Yeah. So that was interesting. But it was quick. It was less than three hundred pages. So. Um I read Stephen King's it's technically the book or like it's like a novella because it's like shorter. And I think he published it with like a series of other short stories. It's technically called Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. But, you know, it's just the book version of the movie Shawshank Redemption I mean the movie came after obviously um very short book although I feel like it still took me forever to like actually read it because I was like shouldn't this be over now I read it on my kindle and I was like my timer on the bottom corner kept saying like two hours left two hours left I was like I've been reading for 30 minutes what do you mean um but it was good I gave it four stars if you've already saw the movie before I read it so I knew kind of what to expect and you had it playing when I was downstairs and I have not a clue what happened yeah I, I literally told Megan because I had seen the movie before probably a couple years ago I was like oh it's a good movie like you should watch it and then I read the book because I wanted to get another like shorter book in and I was like I've seen the movie it's that'll probably be good things where I feel like obviously like I could have sat down and like been more invested in watching the movie but I was like just in the general area and I'm like if something like happens to catch my attention then like I'll look up it just so happened that nothing was going <laughs> nothing. on in the movie to catch my attention yeah and that's funny so we were like getting ready to go to bed and like Megan I think there was like I did finish watching it the next morning, but she like just turned it off and I was like, that wasn't over yet. It seemed like it was over. And so I finished watching it the following morning. I was like, they were just in a field. <laughs> I was like, so. is it, I was like, was it over? And you're like, I don't know. They were just in a field. <laughs> seemed like they're rolling. Seemed like the credits were going to start going. No. There was probably like 10 or 15 minutes left. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, so that was good. And I think that was the only other book that I had read. I finally finished Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series. That was just one that I had to like 
slog my way through. I had the last book because I bought all five of the. Did I say I did I stories in one on here. I don't know. I'll get it. I'll, t- I'll talk about that after. I bought this is in 2022 that I bought all five of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy books in one book, and I've just slowly been making my way through. I've been holding off on getting the last one done because I just quite frankly like didn't really care. But I was like looking at the shelf where we keep our sci-fi and like Stephen King stuff, and I was like, I only have that single book in that book to read before I've read everything on this shelf. And the books are relatively short. And so I was like, I just need to like commit two days or whatever to finish this. And I did. I gave it three stars. I am no better off for reading it, but it is done. So I feel like I've mentioned that I intended to read The Hobbit on the podcast. And this is coming from someone who has no exposure whatsoever to The Lord of the Rings at all. Like, And like Megan is someone... I have no clue what happens like because we did a whole podcast episode about like pop culture stuff and how i know more typically pop culture wise than megan does and that includes like lord of the rings hobbit harry potter stuff i feel like even like going into reading the hobbit i kind of felt like uh the hobbit was not a was not i feel like i was picturing dobby the house elf in my head even though like i know dobby the house elf is his he's an elf and he's from harry potter oh is he yes (laughs) So I think going into this, no clue what was happening, no clue what was going on. I got 11% of the way through. This was just like one night when I was reading. I got 11% of the way through because it's not a very long book. But there was something about like the narration of it and how it was written that was like really kind of throwing me for a loop. And I felt like a lot was happening, but nothing was happening just in the little bit that I read. Because like in the beginning, it's like the Hobbit doesn't like to do anything. The Hobbit just likes to hang at home and like stay out and like not be adventurous or not stay out, stay in, not be adventurous. And then, like, the wizard comes and is kind of saying something about, like, oh, like, you should come on an adventure with me. And the hobbit's like, no, I don't think so, but you can come back for tea on Wednesday. And so then he gets a knock. And all of a sudden, like, instead of the wizard, it's, like, a bunch of other hobbit creatures are, like, coming and swarming his dwelling. For what reason, I have no idea. And then the wizard eventually gets there, and I just was like, what is happening? I feel like nothing has happened in this book of substance. Um, so I decided life is too short (laughs) and I was not going to keep reading it so I DNF'd it and then um I told Haley I had DNF'd it and then she got back to me saying that Ashton which is her husband our brother-in-law said it was one of the best books he's ever read I'm sure when he read it in like middle school or whatever (laughs) it blew his mind Um, back then and so he was saying to give it a chance so I said, okay. Which, like, maybe. in fairness, I'm telling Megan that she should probably give it a chance because, because we have forced so read. many books. Not forced so many, but, like, we've made him read Project Hail Mary, and then I made him read 112263, and both of those are considerably longish books. Project Hail Mary's not that long, but, like... It's, so, like, the least I could give him is The Hobbit? Yeah. If any of you have read The Hobbit and it gets better, let me know. So, she's... Because I need something to look forward still to. Still holding off on that one, but it may, might be making its way back into the rounds. Um, any other, I don't think we have any other book updates, probably. Unfortunately not. Um, general life updates. I feel like I've just had a nice productive weekend, which honestly like lends itself to the topic of today's episode, but I've been putting off getting my oil changed in my car for like a couple weeks, honestly, probably at least a month at this point. And I finally did it yesterday. I waited for like two hours because that's the nature of going and getting your oil changed on the weekend. I feel like it's just, you go in. I got there right when they opened, but there's already cars lined up, and they're like, two-hour wait. And I was like, I will be here, because when else am I going to do this? Um, And I honestly intended to do more reading, 
I did a little bit, but this is the first time I went to this place and the place that I usually go to, it's like I pull up and I get to my spot, they take my information and then I just go right inside and like I have them do my, like move my car and stuff. But no one else was doing that here. Like everyone was staying in their cars until they pulled it into the garage. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, is that not the culture here? So then I just felt like I was like sitting in my car. I couldn't get like, relax and read because I was like waiting to see if cars were moving and like wait to see if I had to move my car and just stressing me out to like try and read, but then like look up and be like, has anyone moved yet? So I didn't really do any reading until I actually went inside when they were changing my oil and that was like 20 minutes. So anyway, got that done. Um, Megan and I went to the gym. I feel like we've been doing a good job, at least I have, of like doing that progressive overload that we've been talking about. I think I have been doing better with that. And I've been incorporating, so I did two list workouts this month, like low intensity steady state, which basically just means I do 12, 330 for one of my workouts. And so I'm trying to do that like that twice a month. I ran my one mile that I wanted to run this month. So I'm like, okay, slay doing my progressive overload and my two other things that I wanted to do. Um, just need to finish out the month and then I'll reset for February. I have done my, I've squatted 135. I don't know if I've said it on here or not, but like I had a goal of just like, because I have not, because I always, well, I'm at like 115 is kind of my new norm, hopefully now, but I had been stuck at like 95 for the longest time. Um, and so I was like, I want to be able to squat or at least like tell myself I can squat 45 pound plates, even if it's not for a lot of reps. So I only did like one or two reps you did and then two. I was like, yeah, I think that was enough. So that's not like my plan was not just to like have it be my new like starting weight. I just wanted to be able to say I could do it. So I've, I've said that. But we're early in the year. So who knows? By the end of the year, that could be your new normal. Who knows? Anyway, our goal, like with our progressive overload, we're trying to follow. Not that we like don't know how to do progressive overloads. Like we learned about it in school. But I just like when I see the TikToks of people explaining it and the very simple of like, can you do? For me, I say like three sets of 10. If yes go up and wait until you can't do three sets of 10 and like do that weight until you can and then you bump it up and so that's just been like a nice like easy way to keep track for me and so I've been sticking with it and I feel like I'm like okay for like our 115 weight for example I did like 10 reps the first time which I hadn't done before I don't think but then I bumped it down to eight for the last two because I, I was like, I did like that eight, was a lot in like seven or something but I'm like okay that makes in my head I can say okay so I am challenging myself but I'm also getting a little bit better because I did more I feel like what's hard is like I feel like at that point my the biggest like limiting factor for me is my core strength and form rather than my leg strength I do agree with that too because like I don't want like that's just been the biggest factor I've noticed is like I have to make sure I'm still bracing my core and that's been the hardest part Mm -hmm. I feel like I've noticed that too like I don't want to get hurt obviously you don't want to get hurt either and so I've noticed like I really do try and like, you know, pay attention to my core so that I'm not like, you know, arching my back or like dropping my hips at the bottom of the rep. Like I'm trying to keep track of that. And I think I do generally a pretty good job, but I have no plans to like bump up my weight, even if I can get three sets of 10 and I'm still like, ooh, struggling, like not feeling very good. I want to feel good while I'm doing it and need to build up my core strength some more, I guess need that one guy to come talk to us again about you guys need to do this when you're doing your squats oh. did we say that on the podcast i feel like we did i feel like we probably did anyway a couple months ago a guy coming up to us after we'd finished squatting and like i i'm watching sierra she's watching me i feel like we have 
pretty good form. Nothing to nothing, nothing to write home like, about. Nothing I think that you would be like, I'm going to go up to these people. Like they're going to get hurt. And tell them they're unsafe doing this. He didn't say that, but he he's said, like, if you guys keep tip. bringing your, if you guys keep dropping your chest, you're going to hurt your backs. And I was kind of like, I mean, at that point, I'm not here to start. Like this was a middle-aged man. I'm not here to defend myself or otherwise or like be sassy back i just was like okay i didn't act very grateful or kind because i don't think it was necessary and he should maybe not do that to someone but well i always feel i'm of the mindset i think there's been like with squatting specifically like there's there's this idea that like you have to keep your chest up at all costs and people will bend like their spine in order to like compensate and do that and i've always been of the mindset that if you have a neutral spine and your like hips and knees are rising at the same time because you know how sometimes you yeah. can like have a flat back but then like you start yeah. doing more of an rdl type movement as long as your f- spine is flat you're keeping like your chest kind of motion. up and you're going up and down with like the same rate between your hips and your knees like to me that's going to be a decent enough squat and mm-hmm. you're not going to get hurt i agree so whatever and also it was funny because like the week before like that guy had come up to me. I had someone come up to me in the locker room being like, girl, my boyfriend and I saw you squatting and you were like, your form was so good. You were slaying. She didn't say that. That's me paraphrasing. <laughs> That's but like, crazy. no, she did say like me and my boyfriend were like next to you. And I didn't know she was like next to me when I was doing my squats. And she like complimented me on my squats. So I was like, that just goes to show. People Who knows? have different thoughts. Who knows? Um, okay. Since we're about halfway through the episode, <laughs> I just like, I love these catch-ups with you Me guys. too. So. Um, I'm not going to apologize for making it part of the episode. And I especially love, like, the book portion. Because at this point, we could just be a book podcast. But I know we have people who like to listen to us talk about other things. So, <laughs> for them. So, for them. We will, we will go into the rest of the episode. <laughs> okay. So, what are, do you think, like, some typical healthy habits that people, like, mentally always want to try and incorporate but feel like they struggle with? And we can also talk about healthy habits that we I would like to incorporate, like but then struggle with. Big categories that I think of are food and eating, working out, being active, um, sleep, and then just kind of like mental well-being. Those are like my, if I'm thinking of like pillars of wellness. I agree. Those are probably what I'd Did say. Did you see, because I feel like I want to talk about <clears throat> habits, but then also like routine, hobbies, and like just like making time for like those small things that still like maybe you want to make it a habit to like get into mm-hmm. some of those and i saw a tiktok maybe you saw this one too of this girl going through um she's like i think everyone needs to have three different types of hobbies one for their health one for their mind and then like one for their hands did you see this and i just thought it was like a fun way to like think about i don't know if you've ever thought like sat down and thought like i wish i had more hobbies and like but i don't know what that would be and Anytime so she would ask me what my hobbies are i think that she was going through like Health is like, you know, it could be like rock climbing, cycling. I mean, for us, like, we don't really do anything like fancy for working out. So, like, you know, ours is like resistance I'm, training. Yeah, it's not that. really a hobby. I enjoy a scenic hike if it's short and simple when right. I'm on vacation. So, I was like, okay, I don't know if I'd call that a hobby for me necessarily, but like, I got, like, I do work out regularly. And so I'll check that off, I guess. One for your mind. So, she included like reading, journaling, crossword puzzles, like, you know that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and then for her hands she was like you could do like painting knitting crocheting and i was like that's probably where i'm lacking i wish i had a hobby of like we had like the diamond art thing for a bit but that was before we got vegas yeah and also like we got a huge huge one and it was a little daunting yeah but i'm like i would like to find a hobby of like 
something something that I like to physically do or like make or create. I don't you know what do that would be. Crocheting or knitting or something. And then Vegas looks at me. He's like, "You're I making mean, me a new toy." Anything. Think of anything with your hands and how Vegas would not be a barrier. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just being honest. That's true. So, I don't know. And for some reason, like I have just never seen myself as like I'm like I'm not a crochet person. But it's like, is anyone before they crochet? Are they a crochet person? Or like this could really be anything. But it's like that's kind of the whole point of trying. Mm-hmm. is to see if you like it so anyway, i just wanted to bring that up because i liked the idea of that and i just wanted to give you guys some ideas if you feel like you're wanting to get more hobbies but you don't know where to start maybe try and pick one of those three and it's funny people in the comments were like oh i'm a cycler reader and knitter like they, they they're like, like i have all three figured yeah, out so, so like you know so i'm i'm good here i'm checked off so um if you guys have any hobby ideas for me let me know it would be nice to have like a, a more consistent physical hobby. Like right. I get the rock climbing thing. A lot of times though, it's like you also don't, depending on where your priorities are, it's like that stuff costs money. Like I already pay for my gym membership. I don't want to pay for a rock climbing membership on top of that. Uh, I feel like that could really work well for someone who like, let's say working out just like is something they don't like doing. So then like by finding something more purposeful, like, or like that kind joining of like place. a rec league type of thing like you know yeah. oh co-ed volleyball starts league. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah one of my ci's uh when we were in still in school he was like pretty serious about his like softball i remember league. you telling me about he that. literally like they went to traveled. like they traveled to chicago for competitions like when it was like their major competition which like good for them yeah why shouldn't you um okay habits i feel like for me, the best way to implement a habit is to get into a routine. And so, as, like, annoying as it is, like, I do to-do lists. Like, on my phone, I have this ongoing note that's just, like, this is my to-do list note. I'll delete stuff. Like, I'll have each day written out. And then if I think of stuff, like, for that day, then, like, I'll put, you know, the little checkbox underneath that day. And at the start of the week, there is stuff that I know has to happen, like, on certain days or that I know is a daily thing. So, like, one is walking Vegas. That's something that I try to do every single day. And so I put that down on each day. Working out, I know I like to do, you know, okay, Tuesday, Thursday, and then maybe like Saturday and Sunday if I want to get four days in. So then I'll put that in. And then like at the start of the week, it gives me like a mental or like actually physical picture of like, okay, here's like the things that you need to do like to get done today. And I'm a very visual person. I like to check the box when I get something done. And so it's like a motivating factor for me. I feel like, so I kind of wanted to start by sharing my mantras to you guys a little bit of like, just kind of like my perspective on things. I've got a couple, like three. Okay. One, and these are not like, these are general, general. So like, I'm not the only one that says them, but I do like live by these mantras. One is something is always better than nothing. This is kind of in the aspect of um, like physically and like with workouts. Um, and that's something that I do to remind myself that like, if I get myself to the gym and I have like, not the best workout of my life, you could literally walk in the gym, do one thing and be like, that's it. We're leaving. Or maybe it's a day where like I get there and I decide like, there's been times where like, I've just honestly would rather like read my book. So then I'm on like the recumbent bike for like 20 minutes. And then usually at that point I'm kind of like, okay, I actually probably could go do like a few other things. So like anything is better than nothing. Okay, if you get to the gym and you do like 
the bare minimum of a workout like it's better you than still not went. going and it's one of those it's one of those things where like my other leads into my other one consistency is key being consistent consistent with going to the gym or just consistent with your workouts that is going to matter more over a period of time than let's say getting in four workouts a week because that's what you're expecting and then you fall off and then you're like oh, I'm not even getting my yeah. four workouts in a week I find and like I'm not that doing people that people who do that they get burnt out very quickly they spiral. like and if they're you not and getting I, all their expectations then they forget all of them like there are some people who don't work out at all and they're like okay I'm changing my life I'm going to start working out I'm going to do these very specific workouts or like go to these specific workout classes and like this is my life now and then like maybe they fall off for a week and they're like I didn't go for a week like I can't go and back I never pick you know up. and you and I have been very fortunate that like I mean we transitioned pretty smoothly from like obviously we didn't work out really much like when we were growing up because we were doing sports and stuff but then like junior senior year of high school we were like okay as gymnastics finishes up we want to transition into like probably going to the gym more and like that our whole gym journey started and, like, we just always have had a membership, and therefore, we always, like, had a place to go. And it's never, like, we've had mm-hmm. goals of, you know, I want to go this many times a week. But for the most part, it's always been, like, we just got to go at some point. And Sierra and I are people who like to have gym memberships, but some people like to have, do like their own little home workouts, or maybe they're more of, like, a fitness class type of person, or maybe you're someone who runs outside. You know, you have to find what works for you. Um, but I definitely feel more motivated going to some place to do my things and then leave. <laughs> like the thought of working out at home now, like I can't believe we did that during COVID because like, I mean, we had our whole little setup. Like circuit training. Yeah. But the thought of doing that now is like, oh my God, I would rather do anything else. Yeah. Even like, um, this is my last and final like mantra, I guess, but it's like, you have to be flexible with yourself a little bit and have some grace so like as much as it's great to have like a consistent schedule um yeah i can jump off that when you're done like in theory i am kind of like okay on monday wednesday fridays or like three days a week i'd like to get myself to work out in the morning but sometimes my sleep is saying otherwise and my body's telling me otherwise and it you can't always view that as a failure to like not succeed in going to do that to the best of my abilities, I would try to say, like, I'll go after work. I'll go, like, later in the day. Sometimes it happened and sometimes it wouldn't. And it, you just have to move, move on. on. Life is too short. Like, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I think routine is going to help you be more successful of, like, having set times. Of, like, this is when I do this. That's, like, for working out. I know, like, my days that I work out in the morning if I can. When I'm walking Vegas, I'm like, okay, I wake up and I walk him and I try and come home from work and I walk him. And, like, that's what I try to do and but then if it doesn't happen I can't say oh like my day is ruined like I failed like I didn't do it either regroup and see if you can be flexible like Megan was saying and try and do it at a different time or maybe you say you know what it didn't happen today and that's fine maybe it'll happen tomorrow and I'll get back on track but life is long and just because you failed at like getting you know everything checked off your list that you had set for today doesn't mean like it's a failure mm-hmm. um habits that I've noticed that I would like to implement and have not been good at implementing drinking water. I told myself, you know, every year I, at the start of the year, I'm always like, you know what I should do? Drink more water because I want nothing more well, than to be. You haven't gotten your water bottle yet. I know. I actually saw those. I saw at hy they had two water bottles that had like the times on it, but there was like 20 bucks for both of them. Like I could get a cheap one. I was like, that seems expensive. So I didn't get it, <laughs> but I need to get one. I envy 
those people who just like carry around their emotional support water bottles and like they just need it because they just like are you constantly drinking water all day <laughs> where soda's like talking to a parent and they're just like water like drinking water wasn't like a thing back in like the 70s or 80s like no one carried around a personal water bottle funny? no one was worrying about how much water they were drinking in a day and like maybe i'm just in the wrong era <laughs> <laughs> i was meant to be the I was 70s, meant 80s. to be in the 70s um and it's just like water bottles honestly like reusable water bottles like this is a new market i thought it was interesting well, it is kind of interesting um, like, but like i when i tell people like oh like if i'm telling you guys when i last got like a glass of water or like a bottle of water and like drank it i couldn't tell you like you know i should probably not be alive right now <laughs> you know have you like oh you have to drink water like you know i feel like i usually like every couple days i actually have been trying to like remember to bring a water bottle to the gym more recently and i, I don't even I drink a water yesterday. i don't bring a bottle water bottle when i work out I told that and he goes, what? I usually don't either, but I'm trying to get better at it because I'm like, that's the perfect opportunity to like, I probably am. If I'm going to drink water, I'm probably more thirsty or craving it at the gym of all places. Like, cause I just at home, I don't. If I'm at home, I might force myself to like, I'll fill up a glass of water and say, you have to drink this. Then like, I just chug it because like, I can't be bothered to carry this around. Same with like a water bottle. I'm not going to be bothered to carry a water bottle around. It's just not in my DNA. Yeah. That being said, I know I should drink more water. Uh, but I also, sometimes I go back, <laughs> sometimes I go back to uh, the nephrologist and they're saying, your body will, you know, tell you when you need water or when you don't. And my body does not tell me that I need water. My body says I'm good without it. I'm kidding. I know I should drink more water. Give me your tips for how you guys drink water. Um, okay. You know, the other habit that I need to kick nail biting. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, I have some, like, food-related talking points, I guess. Um, and I'm not here to, like, I don't have a specific diet recommendation for you guys or anything like that. I feel like, in general, like, people know healthier foods and not as healthy foods and better options for them and not great options. If you're someone who's, like, trying to, like meet specific goals whether that's lose weight gain weight whatever you probably are going to need to like be more specific with like paying attention to being in a calorie deficit or a calorie surplus um although generally like I don't really like when people get super tracky with their foods and calories and I feel like especially if you recognize you're someone who's maybe more of like an obsessive type of person and it could easily become something a little bit unhealthy I feel like you should just start with saying 
knowing I want to make these changes, I'm going to try and increase my activity level from what it is now. I'm going to try and eat healthier than what I am now. And that's like a good general baseline of where to start. And I feel like you have to set yourself up for success and you can't, you cannot be here and expect to jump up to here and be successful. So don't expect to say, I am now going to meal prep five-star meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day of the week, and I will be able to do that and sustain that. That's probably not going to happen. Realistically, what's going to be easier is maybe you're someone who makes like the simplest, quickest, easy, like for us, lunch is taken care of. Our garlic chicken pasta, or what am I saying? I'm combining our meals. Our garlic chicken with rice and asparagus and our pasta is like no... Like, no brain power is needed to make these meals and, like, they hit the things that we need to hit. Like, they're pretty tasty. And they're that's why, like, healthy. gym bros who just do, like, rice, a vegetable, and, like, their protein, it's because it takes no brain power to think of, like, a meal for that, okay? If you're trying to go on Pinterest and find these really, like, crazy and time-consuming but probably better-looking meals, you're not going to have the time or energy to do that most likely for one four times where you're wanting something a little bit better or just quick and easy i'm not a frequent trader joe's shopper you could probably find frozen meal options anywhere but like i hear a lot of good things about like trader joe's frozen meal options that are like those are the things that are going to kind of like save you to say like i'm not falling off but like having this in my freezer as an option for food is going to be better than me saying like oh i don't have anything I'm going to go pick up food or do takeout mm-hmm. or something else. And I feel like, again, when Megan's talking about not going all in of like, you know, I'm prepping my whole week of meals. Um, to me, like lunch and breakfast are like the two easiest meals to like control and say like we prep our lunch pretty much every day because like we have to bring it to work, mm-hmm. obviously. Sometimes it's like leftovers from dinner, though. Right. Um, but then like breakfast, I'm pretty consistently like I do get Starbucks, but like obviously if you wanted to control, you know, your breakfast. Like, I've got my set, like, breakfast sandwich that I make every morning. Like, you can get into, like, a pretty quick and easy routine of, like, having a couple of breakfast options that will be relatively healthy for you and don't take much time. Like, my breakfast sandwich I can make in, like, five minutes. And it hits every time. I think it's, like, relatively healthy. Like, I'm not too concerned about it. It's got bacon in it. But, you know, it's just a bagel, egg, and some bacon. I'm fine with that, you know, for mm-hmm. whatever goals I'm eating. And then my lunches, we already talked about that. And then, like, dinner is where I, like, let myself, like, you know, maybe we'll go out to dinner. Maybe we'll, like, do something else where it's, like, dinner is, like, maybe it's healthy, maybe it's not. But that's the balance that we were yeah. talking about. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I had any specific food talking points. I don't have anything for food other than that. What about, like, just fun habits? Like, we talked about reading a lot, obviously. But reading for people who haven't started reading or this can apply to like any other hobby that you want to allocate time towards. There's people that say like, I just don't have the time. So we can talk about how we like implement time for our hobbies. I have found that reading at night has been key. I was going to say something and I in the morning, down honestly. is like, I kind of talked about like how by like ever since getting Vegas, he's probably made my nighttime routine better. Because he forces us or makes us look forward to, like, Mm -hmm. going to our rooms to go to bed. Um, Because after, you know, having to entertain and watch him from getting home, after getting home from work, his bedtime is usually, like, 8, 39 o'clock. So, like, by 9 o'clock for sure, Sierra and I are, like, we're we're going upstairs 
to have our own little me time. Yeah. Um, and so that's been a really good time for me to say like, okay, from nine to 10 is when I'm going to try and do my reading specifically is what I try to do. Like I get my like heated blanket and have like maybe an hour or so just to focus on reading, um, which has been quite nice. And it's like before we had Vegas, obviously could read down here a little bit easier than I can now. But like but you'd I be keep- distracted, like down here we're distracted anyways. Yeah. Like we do read sometimes, but like usually the TV's on. Yeah. We're watching something and then we'd say like, oh, it's like we'll go to bed and then you go to bed. And it's like later. Yeah. So Vegas has probably improved my And my in the morning routine. now, sometimes I'll read in the morning if I'm watching him and I'm like, okay, we got back from our walk maybe. I've still got mm-hmm. 30, 40 minutes before I need to get ready. So, like, I might read for a little bit. And he's usually settled down enough where, like, he can either entertain himself or he'll sit on the couch with me while I read. And so it's like, what else am I doing? I could watch something on TV. And I do sometimes. But I feel like in some ways he has helped, you know, with my routine of, yeah. like, okay, he forces this is a good reading time. Times. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's, like, related to, I know I talked about going on a walk and stuff. I do, like, for the most part, like, taking Vegas on a walk is not, like, the bane of my existence. Honestly, what's annoying is getting ready to go on a walk because it's still cold and so I have to, like, kind of bundle up and then I have to get him ready. But I have podcasts and stuff that I listen to and so, like, that makes me, like, look forward to, like, oh, like, I have this episode that is in the middle of so I can, like, look forward to going on this walk. And so, like, whether that's music, audiobooks, podcasts, like, you know, when you can do, like, those mindless tasks Mm -hmm. of, like, you know, you need to get something done. Maybe even, like, cleaning, you know yeah don't underestimate the power of like multitasking with something that you enjoy anything else um i didn't have any other talking points i had i've said all i've had written down i have as well so hopefully this gave you some good insight into i don't know i hope we talked about something helpful for you guys whether it was time management how you can implement some quick and easy tips for incorporating some healthier habits into your life if you um, are watching this on YouTube, make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel um, and give this video a like. If you are listening, then make sure you are subscribed wherever you're listening. Our podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere else. Um, with that being said, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.